Thank you, Lord. The power of God is present to heal. Glory to God. If you, if you came here and there's anything... It, it, God's healing things that are in feet, whether it's whether your feet are from uh, diabetes where you don't get enough blood flow, things like that. God's healing feet tonight. In here in Sarasota, across across the internet, God's healing. He's healing cardiovascular systems where blood flow hasn't been good enough, blood oxygen hasn't been good enough. He's healing those things right now. Just begin to receive them. If you're watching online, receive it. Receive it as the word goes forth. As as we celebrate His goodness and and His goodness towards us, receive of it. Receive of it because He wants us well. He wants us well. You know, when, when you were little and your dad or your mom, you scratched your knee and they'd pick you up and they'd sit and they'd kiss your knee or, or they would put a Band-Aid on and say, yeah, does that make you feel better? And you say, yeah, all better. But when God, the healer, picks you up and he puts his hand and he says, you feel better now? Saying, I don't just feel better. I feel alive. I feel like I just got everything I would ever need right now in Jesus' name. Now, glory to God. We serve a good God. He's doing good things. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Well, let's start kind of where we were last week and look at uh, 1 John 3. 1 John 3. I think it's about verse 1. Yeah, that's the one. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Keep receiving. Stay in a receiving mode. You know, he's, he's healing minds and, and relationships and, and things that people don't... You know, people are always looking for a physical thing. You know, many times the very spiritual thing or the very thing you're dealing with is causing the physical thing. If you can get your mind off of this, then, then your body would be whole. Amen. How many know stress doesn't help you? You know, what, what Kevin was talking about tonight... You know, God's got us. God's got us. We, we, when, we, when we stress and take on the care, then He can't help us. Right? Your Father knows what you have need of. Amen? Amen? He'll take care of you. He'll take care of you. He so I don't see how. You don't have to see how. That's the best position to be in. If you could see how, you'd be trying to get it yourself. Amen? God will just do it. Because he can. He'll lead you in such a direction that you'll find it. Glory to God. What manner of love has the Father bestowed upon us that we should be called the children of God? Glory to God. Glory to God. We're children of God. We talked about it last week. We got excited. We got overwhelmed. Overwhelmed with the truth that he has made us family. He, he brought us in and, and put us in a position to where He could bless us with everything. You know, if He just brought you in as a servant, He couldn't give you everything. So He brought you in as a son. He said, "If when I bring you in as this, now you're an heir. Now you can have everything I ever wanted for you. Glory to God. Because He wanted it for us. He wanted us healed. He wanted us well. He wants us prosperous and successful in this earth. He wants us to love like He loved. Amen? And so He put this love on us and in us 
And he surrounded us, encompassed us with it. And, and he said, I love you. You're my child. And I'm going to lavish this love. I'm going I'm to keep daily. I'm gonna, if we'll let him daily, he will show us this love in some way. If you look for it. You got to be looking for it. Yes, there's so many things that we miss because we're not looking as children. If you're looking as a child, that's your dad. Anything your dad has, you have. Amen? My dad would have never withheld something from me. And if he had, mom would have got it for me. (laughs) But my dad wouldn't have. If he had something good, he wanted me to share in it. Your father, your heavenly father, our heavenly father, he had something so good that he said, I got to make them my child because I just can't get it to them unless I do. So he lavished this love on us and called us children. He called you and me son and he said, you're mine and I'm yours. And whatever I have is yours. Glory to God. And now we can receive on that basis. But so many times we get caught up in, in the issues of life, in the things that are going on. And uh, go to Proverbs 4. We were there last week too. In Proverbs 4, verse 20, he starts out saying, My son. And we talked about that. He's talking to children. He's talking because why? Because your son should receive from you. Right? This is your child. And when you tell your child something, you want them to receive it as your child. In other words, they, well, I know those are great words, but is it really for me? No, children aren't like that. If mom and dad have it, it's mine. I was like, did you guys ask what you could get if you could get something out of the refrigerator when you were a kid? I didn't. I just went to the refrigerator and got it. I never bought a thing in the refrigerator. Right? Never paid for one thing in there. But it was mom and dad, so it was mine. I was the heir to the refrigerator. (laughs) Amen? It was a good thing. It was a good thing because we had good things in our refrigerator a lot of times. We had had good things in there and we had a drawer full of little Debbie. We had stuff. (laughs) We didn't have to ask to get in the drawer, the little Debbie drawer. Boy, yeah, Kim came into the family. She didn't have to ask either. Glory to God. You know what those are? Those, 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 that's your parents telling you they love you. That's your parents telling you they love you. To, to, to do those things and to keep, to, to believe God for food in the refrigerator and little Debbie's in the drawer, or whatever. You know, if you like asparagus, put it, make an asparagus drawer. I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. That's good. Well, whatever you like, you know, make that drawer. But that, but that's, that, that's every time we we should we never saw it that way when we were kids. You didn't say, "Look, look at that. There's food in the refrigerator." Man, my parents love me. But you know, we need to do that with God sometimes, because we get off track, and and, and we forget that because you're a child, He loved you, and so He made you a child that so that He could love you more. Not not, not that He didn't love you that much, but He couldn't put that love on you. And so he lavished this love on you to the amount that you were now his child. You couldn't be called anything else. He cleaned you up and he put you out and he said, this is my child. Everything I have is now his. Amen. He says, my son, pay attention 
to what I say. And I'm reading this from the NIV. Pay attention to what I say. You know, so many times we read the Bible and we read words. But we need to realize this is God speaking. God God speaks to us through this Bible. He speaks to us through other people. He speaks, but He wants you to pay attention that first of all, it's Him saying it, right? Because that gives it value. And second of all, He's saying it to you. So first of all, the God of the universe is speaking. And second of all, He's speaking to you. Glory to God. That, that, should make, that makes me feel important right now. Right? I feel pretty important. You sh- we should feel important. Look what He did to get us to the place where we are right now. We should feel important every day of our lives. He said, my son, pay attention to what I say. Listen closely to my words. What's he saying? Don't just, don't just look, don't just hear them. Listen to them. Right? There's a difference. We've talked about it before. But, but if you stopped, if we just stopped and let it be quiet and you listened, you'd start hearing everything else that's going around in the room. If somebody coughs, you'd notice a cough. You'd notice the air conditioners. Why? Because you're listening for other sounds besides me. There's other sounds going on. What God's saying, quit listening to these other sounds. Pay attention to my word and grab hold of what I'm saying. What's he saying? Grab hold of it. And then he says, I'll go back to King James because I, I, I read in King James. He says, my, and actually, let's look at it. Young's literal translation. That's a good translation. This is my son to my words give attention to my sayings incline thine ear i like young i like the young's literal because he always puts out front he says to my words pay attention to my sayings get incline your ear what's he say he's he's saying make these things important put these things first place in your life and then he says let them not turn aside from your eyes don't don't let them loose in other words when he says something, it gives you a vision. When, when God says something, it should give you a vision of his goodness. Amen? It should give you a vision of his faithfulness. It should give you a vision of, of what he wants for you. When God says something, it should give you a vision of what he wants you to do. Amen? And, and so he's saying, keep them in your eyes. It also gives us a vision of who we should be. Right? Who we should be. Why? Why? Because he started out my son. And he said, pay attention to my words because they're going to tell you who you are and they'll lead you in what you should do. Amen? And, and that, because so many times us receiving is, is, is gotten away from us because we won't remember who we are. You know, we, we're, we, we come to church, we're Christians, we're, we're saved, we're, we're this, we're that. We're children of God. You're, you, are, you are a child of the Father of all. And, 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 and when we get a hold of that, and see, I guess for me it may mean so much because we were adopted in this family. And, and God shows me His love so much through our adoption. Through, through when we adopted Ramsey, God, it changed my life. It made me a different person because I saw God so differently. And, and I still see him differently through that child, that 30-year-old child. Every time I look at her, 
I can't help but see the goodness of God. I can't help but see His faithfulness because He was so good to us. He, he gave us so much. And, and she's a rainbow. She's a rainbow. And people say, what do you mean? When, when, when Noah got out the ark, mm-hmm. God, put, God put a rainbow in the sky. He said, I'm going to do this, and, and it's going to remind me of my covenant with you that I'll never flood the, that the earth will never be flooded again. He didn't say that I'll never flood again. He said that the earth will never be flooded again, that the waters would never flood the earth again. Yep. He said, I'm going to put that up there. So, and you know, every person in here, when you think of a rainbow, unless you've been watching too much news, <laughs> you think of God's promise, right. That's right. The, an everlasting covenant that I will never break, says God. Thank you, Lord. Right? And every time you look at it now, you remember that God remembers His covenant. When, when we look at things that God puts in our life, when, when the moments that He gives you, they're, they're rainbows. They're, you know, I remember when, when, when the business that we were doing, me and my brother, it was, it was nowhere, and it was going down and down and down. And I remember to this, to this day the place we were sitting, the moment He said it, and how it was said. Because it wasn't him saying it. It was God's word. But we stopped at the first stoplight in Nixa off 160. He looks at me and he says, we're going to make it. And you know what? We had said that to each other probably a thousand times. But tonight, to, to that night, it, we were on our way home. It wasn't him saying it. It was God. And I knew it. I knew it. And, and why? Because I still remember to this day. I can't remember any other time we said it other than I know we did. But that time I can remember why. It's a rainbow. Right? It's, it, it's a recollection of God's goodness in my life. He sent His Word and He saved me. Amen? And He saved me from all my destruction. He healed me and He saved me. He, he took me out of this and He put me over here in one moment in time. And people say, well, was your business all better? Like, no. But my heart knew it was and it did get better. Fact is, it got a lot better and it got amazing. Amen? Why? Because anytime it wasn't going good, I could look back at that day. Amen? God gives you things to look back at. I remember when I was 19 years old and I said, God, I'm tired of dating. Show me my wife and I'll get married. (laughs) I wasn't even serving God. This is how much he loves his children. I wasn't living for God in any... I had been saved, but I was not living for God. He heard that prayer and that next summer I met her. And now every time I look at her, she's a rainbow to the goodness of God. Why? Because that was a fulfillment of God's word and his goodness to me. No different than Ramsey. When, when, and, but see, people say, well, you know, I've got to look through here and I've got to find a thousand words and a thousand things. No, you don't. You've got to hear from God. God may point you to a word in here. He may do this, but he may just bring your wife. He may, I remember the day I walked in and she's, she's reading a book and she says, "Hun, I think we're supposed to adopt. I remember the day. I remember where she was sitting. I remember the book she was reading. I remember walking into the house. Why? Because it was a rainbow. 
It was a recollection of God's goodness. And, and when we're believing for something, the devil wants you to get over here where you can't remember how good he is. I don't feel good. My head hurts. This isn't going right. This doesn't seem right. Why am I going through this? And these questions. And when you're, when you're doing that, you're not looking at the rainbow. Because you've got a promise that you're an heir. If a child, then an heir. And everything that he has, and, and he'll take care of you. And we don't have to worry and stress. We need to look and remember and recall. We're so far ahead of where I was supposed to be right now. Which is good because usually I'm way behind. Look at, look at Hebrews 10. We, we, need to, we need to grab hold of these things because these are the times, you know. These are the things that... When, you're a child of God. This, this should not make you prideful. It should make you realize that the devil doesn't have all the rights... Even if he gets something in on you, expect restoration. Right? If Ramsey did something wrong, I was the first person to restore. Right? I remember one time she did make me irritated because she was just being a teenager. (laughs) And, you know, just like I was and selfish. You know, a lot of times when you're younger, you just think about you. That's what you do. And she just kept thinking about her, and no matter what I did, no matter what I gave her, it was like, this is what it's, you're supposed to do, Dad. And, you know, and sometimes you just want them to be thankful. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to quit talking to her. That lasted about a half a day <laughs> before I couldn't stand it. Why? Because I love her too much. I got to love her. And I just know that's how God is. When we're not letting Him love us, He's like, stop it so I can love you. I want to love you. I want to show you my love. I want, I want you to experience the healing that I've had, that I purchased for you. I want full redemption. Don't, don't walk in part of it. Walk in all of it. Have everything. And, and, and and those are the times when, when, when you're looking at things like that, don't look at it the way I did that day. God, God doesn't just immediately judge you and say, I'm not going to talk to them. No, He just keeps loving you. He just keeps loving you. He may not be able to get a thing to you, but He'll keep loving you. And He'll look for every opportunity to get something to you. Amen? Amen. And, and that's what we got to look for. Where did I say go? Hebrews 10? Hebrews 10, 32. Look at the in the NIV. It says, Remember those early days after you had received light. I like that. I like the way they put that. Because when you receive light, you can now receive what light, what you received by seeing the light. Amen? Because you remember that day where, where uh, I remember when I was eight years old, I had been crawled around on the floor at school because I was an eight-year-old. You know, they would have probably had me on ADH. I'm sure I would have been on meth. If they'd had such a thing, I'm sure I'd have been on it. But I had a pen in my mouth. And somebody hit me in the head, and the pin jabbed me in the back of the throat. Well, not only did it make my throat swell up, but at the same time I got sick. The flu was going around. And so I'm at home, and when you didn't get sick or those kind of things in my house, <laughs> you could do it, but you were getting ready to get the healer. You, you weren't going to get medicine. You were going to get the healer, 
right? And so mom, she comes out, glass of orange juice, and one scripture. And it's only a part of a scripture. It says, by whose stripes you were healed. I'm eight years old. I'm thinking, mom says do it? Okay. Isn't it good? When, when, when kids are younger, they'll just do that stuff. And they're older, they're like, you're kind of weird, aren't you, mom? <laughs> but when they're that age, when I was that age, I grabbed a hold of still remember it. See, this, it's a rainbow. I still remember it to this day. It's still my verse. It said, by whose stripes you were healed. And, and I held on to that verse. And, and I laid on the couch and I drank my orange juice and I quoted my scripture. People say, well, it probably didn't mean much to you. You know, I didn't understand a bit of it back then. I had no idea what by, his, by whose stripes ye were healed meant. I have no idea. But I knew mom gave it to me and I could trust her. There you go. Amen? Amen? And I took that verse and a couple days later, I was all better. And I mean, it, it, I don't even know it was a couple of days later because I think she got tired of me being home at that point because when kids start feeling better, they run around like kids. But, but you got to recall those times. That, that was a time, a young time, where, where I stood for something and God did it. I knew it wasn't mom that did it. I knew mom gave it to me, but it was from God. And I stood at that point and I received my healing. And I still remember that. I remember the house we lived in. I remember the ugly couch I was on. I, I remember it. People say, well, I remember a lot of things. No, I remember it in here. Because it was God. It was God. And, and every time I think about anything to do with sickness, I think about that time. Why? Because it's a rainbow. I remember God's covenant, His faithfulness, His love. In, in the Lamentations, isn't that what He says? This I recall, therefore I have hope. Okay, we'll come back to this. Look at Lamentations. Lamentations. I think I've got it in here. Yeah, Lamentations 3.21. He says, This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. I have expectation. Right? I, I'm, I'm expecting something good. What's he saying? I, I, because I recall this. What's he, what's he going to recall? He said, I recall that the mercy, it's because of the mercies of the Lord that we're not consumed. It's because of his mercy that I can't be sick. It's because of his mercy that the devil can't destroy me. It's because of his mercy that these things should not be happening to me. It's because of his mercy that I'm still here today and that the world hasn't taken me out. It's because of his mercy, because of his kindness and his love that I'm still here and that I have this place where God's taking care of me, it's because of His mercy. What am I recalling to mind? Because I have hope, because it's His mercy that keeps me. And because His compassions, His love never fails. I can always lean on God because He doesn't have the kind of love that says, mm, you haven't been good enough. It doesn't matter what you've done. You can always have the confidence it takes to just walk right up to God and receive. You know, there's two things that keep Christians from receiving on a high low. Condemnation and spiritual pride. You either think you're too righteous or not righteous enough. 
right? You, we did nothing to get righteousness, but we'll have it, right? And nothing the devil can do will take it away from you. Amen? Amen? You know, so many times you're like, I know exactly why I'm sick. No, you don't. Sin is not what made you sick. Walking out of God's will is not what made you sick. The devil made you sick. Amen? The world is full of sickness, and if you'll go out there, you'll, get, you'll find some. Amen? That's why it said, go back to Hebrews 10. Oh, and you guys know the rest of the verse. Every morning, your mercies are new. Great is your faithfulness. The rainbows, the, the, the recollections of God should, should bring back recollections of His faithfulness. Ramsey is a picture of God's faithfulness to me. Every time I see her, I see God differently than I saw Him before we had her. When she was a little baby and I looked at her, all I could see was how much God loved me. And then that love wanted to love her with that same love He was loving me with. It's like He was hugging me so I could hug her. I don't, I don't know another way to explain it. Amen? And I, and I still see it to this day. You know, she lives in Little Rock. Well, in Little Rock, they had tornadoes today. They were going right by her street, as a matter of fact. In fact, it is on the other side of the main street she lives on. And she called me. And she said, Dad, what do I do? The sirens are going off. I said, stay on the phone with me. We'll speak to them. We'll pray for mercy for everybody in the area. And go to your safe place. And she went to her safe place, and we talked. We didn't talk about tornadoes. We talked about God's goodness, how His mercy would keep her. And she said, "Are you watching the storms?" I said, "Yep, I'm watching them. You're fine. It's going to go around. It's 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 not there. You're, you're okay." And and but this whole time, I'm I'm saying, "Thank you, Lord, for letting me be a part of that, and letting me be a part through you. Because without you, I wouldn't have had the peace." knowing I could see how close it was because I can make it widen out to see her road. And I could see her road and I could see how close it was. But glory to God, I didn't get nervous. I didn't, I didn't. And, you know, it, it, it's, it, why? I got a word from God with her. God gave me a word. I remember right after, you guys like all these adoption stories? Right after we got her, when she's a little baby, we kept seeing these awful news stories about people that had adopted kids, and the parents came back and took them, and they let it happen. You know, and I'm thinking, I'm not giving her away. No, you know, but I'm getting afraid. So I'm thinking, what could happen with this? And God one day stopped me, and He said, I gave her to you, and what God has joined together. Let no man put asunder. Right. Let no man separate. And I've never forgotten that day. And I've used that verse over and over when she was a teenager doing stupid things. I'd be, I'd be sitting about to worry and God said, what I've joined to you, let not man separate. And he gave, why? It's a rainbow. It's a moment where God showed me his faithfulness through his word and he gave it to me. He gave me something to hold on to, to where I would refuse to let go of him because i knew how faithful he was i knew that it would be okay why because he's my father i'm a child of god i'm a child of god children talk to their parents 
Children receive from their parents. Parents should purposely tell their kids things that, that their kids may not even understand at the moment. But one day they'll say, oh, you know, there's still things my mom told me that I'm just now getting a hold of. Right? Why? Well, she didn't. She's filling me with air. She, she only lived to be 67 on this earth, so she needed, knew I needed 120 worth of information. <laughs> so she put 120 worth of information in me. Glory to God. Remember those early days that after you received light, after you heard the Word and you got a hold of the Word, that, that's what made you able to stand. You grabbed a hold of the Word. Why, why were you able to stand? You had a rainbow. You had a moment. You had a Word from God. And that Word was something you could have faith in and believe you receive. Amen? After you received light, when you endured a great conflict... You know what? Mine's better than that. This is a new NIV. Why do they update Bibles like that? Well, that's like trying, that's like adding to the chocolate chip cookie. You don't need to. It doesn't need mint in it. It doesn't need, it doesn't need anything but the, the back of the toll house package. Don't mess with it. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. That's revelation right there. (laughs) Glory to God. After you had received light, when you stood your ground in a great contest in the face of suffering, and that word suffering means hardship, or you could say you stood your ground in a great contest that you overcame. Why did you overcome? Because you had a word. That's what you're recalling. That's what you're recalling. You're recalling, I had a word. I still have a word. That word still works for me today. I knew Ramsey was going to be okay. Why? Because what God has joined together, let not man put us under. Not, let not man separate. I, I knew when, when Kim was going through cancer, breast cancer, we had a word. And, you know, people say, did you get it right out of the Bible? No, got it from somebody over me. Right? People say, well, I need it from Him. No, you need it from the person God sends to you. Amen? But we still remember the day where we were when that Word came out. It's an inconvenience, but you're an overcomer. Never had a thought from that day forward. I never did. And I know, I know she didn't, which is more amazing. I'm not going through it. Right? You know, a lot of people... I'm going to go off on a rabbit trail real quick here. A lot of people look at somebody else's situation and tell them what they would do. You don't know what you would do. You're not in the situation. You're not going through the problem. You don't know what you would do. What you need to do is encourage them. Get them, help them to remember their rainbows. Help them to remember their God, the the God that keeps a covenant to a thousand generations of those who love Him. Help them to remember what, 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 what they're going to need to stand in this contest and this great fight and come out the overcomer at the end. Yeah. Don't, don't tell them like you could do it. Well, I don't know why you're so worried, man. God's got this. Stop it. You know what? That didn't help them. Right. That didn't help them. And it made you look stupid. 
Didn't I look stupid saying it? And, I, and I'm extremely smart, so I, I, mean, I had to go a ways to make that happen. Right? I mean, when you're a professor, it is not easy to look stupid. You have to do some good acting. But that's what happens. And you know, when you're young, sometimes you make those dumb things. But as you grow in God's love, we should operate in the same love He gave us. He gave us rememberers. He gave us recollections. He gave us pictures of His faithfulness. He gave us, he gave us scriptures of His faithfulness. He gave us things we could hang on to and, and grab hold of. Why? Because you're now His child. He's going to impart everything He can to you so that you succeed and overcome anything that comes against you in this world. Glory to God. That's what, you know, the devil is not going to stop trying to come up with things to, to get to pull you down. He's not going to do it. He, he is Wile E. Coyote. He is. I mean, think about that. Wile E. Coyote spent every day of his life trying to figure out how to catch the roadrunner, and he came up with weapon after weapon after weapon after weapon, and no weapon formed against the roadrunners prospered. To the point where they'd be standing on a cliff, and he'd be standing in the inside, and the inside of the cliff would fall off, and the roadrunner's still standing in the air. That had to be God. He's not going to stop, but God's given you something to recall. It doesn't matter what your weapon is today. You can't defeat me. It will not prosper against me. It doesn't matter what you come out with. I'm going to win. And if we would be as ignorant as the roadrunner, we just realize it. The roadrunner's just running around just happy. Why? Because he's just going to make it. He's never going to get caught. He's too fast. He's We're too well taken care of. And we need to say, God, you've already done this. You've already put in place that there's no weapon that the enemy can bring at me that can succeed. And so I lean to you, Father. I look to you. You know, in what is it, Psalm 56, in one verse he says, When I'm afraid, I'll trust in God. And in the very next verse he says, I won't be afraid. What is it? I think uh, 56 4. Look at that. Psalm 56 4. Go to 3. It says, What time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. Yes. Well, what do you do? When, you, when you're afraid, look to your dad, mm-hmm. look to your father. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, he's bigger than anything. Mm-hmm. Hold his hand. He'll take you through. Verse 4, in God, I'll praise, in God I will praise His Word. In God I have put my trust. I won't be afraid. What's he saying? I won't fear. He went from one verse, I'll be, if I am afraid, when I'm afraid, I'll trust Him. And right after that, what? well, when you trust God, you don't have to be afraid. So he went from being afraid to saying, I won't be afraid. What can flesh do to me? What can man do to me? I don't have to be afraid. What was he saying? That's what Kevin said. I'm a king's kid. I'm the king of the universe's kid. I'm not just a king's kid. I am the king's kid. There's no king greater than my king. Right? There's no one bigger, no one greater, no one better than my father. Amen? Man, we're, we're out there now. 
I'm going to have to find verses. Back to 10, Hebrews 10. He said, remember those early days when you received life, when, when the Word was put in you, when, when the Word was given to you, when we received that Word that said it's an inconvenience but you're an overcomer. The minute that was there, we could stand a great fight of affliction. Yeah. We, could, we could stand it. Why? We could stand. We, it gave us standing power. It gave us the power to stand in the face of this and know we were coming out the victors in the end. We weren't going... What We, we were keeping His promise. He... Back in Proverbs 4, it says, keep, the, keep His Word in the midst of your heart. What's He saying? Keep my promises in your heart. Why? Because that's where they're preserved. That's where they'll remain alive. Right? It, it, that, that's what keeping is. A promise kept brings life and health to all your flesh. Right? It's not, and people say, well, you mean you kept the promise? No, I kept I grabbed hold of the promise and made it mine. I kept it. God kept it when he when Jesus came, every promise was it was fulfilled. There was no more fulfillment needed. It was done. So now my part is to grab hold of that promise and keep it. Preserve it in my heart. Cuz that's where you preserve things. That's that's where the source and issues of life come from. And so you store it where life is. And it makes life. Amen? Amen. And when we do this, then, then when we receive light, it says the path of the just goes brighter and brighter. So you'll get more light. You, you receive light, and we've got through that. And now he's saying, remember that time. Remember when you received that light? Now I'm going to give you more light so you can get through this. Recall that so you can get to here. Recall that so your hope grows. Recall that so you know that your Father will take care of you doesn't matter you know what whatever you're facing today whatever the doctor said whatever the banker said whatever your family said your your husband your wife whatever they've said god's greater your father loves you and he has answers that you don't even know but you have to walk in that love that he's put on you and walk through that love that He's put in you. Let that love lead and let it do. Amen? Because if you remember who He's, who, who he's made you to be, you'll remember who you are. Right? Not just to receive, but to give. Give as a child of God, just like you received as a child of God. Because when you give as a child of God, you make a difference. You make an everlasting difference in somebody's life when you give as love. Amen? Amen. Recall. Call to remembrance that day when you received light and you stood your ground. Glory to God. There's people watching. There's people in here. There's people in Saratoga. And and you're trying to stand your ground. Recall. Recall. Go back and remember some of these times when God's pulled you through, when He's brought you out. Remember you're still here when the devil told you you wouldn't be. Amen? Amen? Remember, you made it through today because His mercies were new. Remember, His compassions fail not. Remember that He's a good God and He's remembering you. He's remembering you. Glory to God. That's that's what's so cool about the rainbow. He didn't put it up there so I could remember His faithfulness. He put it up there so he it would remind Him every time He saw it. But because He did... It's a sign of His faithfulness. 
for all generations to see. And those things that He does in our life, those, those, those times where He loves us, those times where He brings us up, those times where He gives us a word and pulls us through, those times where He builds your faith. It was His word. It was His faith. He gave it to you. Why? Because you're an heir. You're an heir. Right? Your faith didn't get anything. His faith in you got something. Amen? What did He say? He said, have faith in God. He didn't, he didn't say, have your faith. That have faith in God. Who? Your Father. Your Father God. Call to recollection. Why does he say call recall? Put this in remembrance. Go down to verse 35. Because this is what gives you confidence. When, when you recall the goodness of God. When you, you know, when, when something's not going right in my life, what I need to do is I need to look at my wife. I need to look at my child. I need to look at where he's got me. I need to look at the business. I need to look at at, at, that he honored me enough to put me in the ministry. I need to look at all the things God's, the the things that he had my mom put in me, the, the, the recall his faithfulness. Because when you start recalling it, you'll get to the place where, wait a second, I have to make it. There's just no chance that I won't make it. There's no chance that I won't be healed. There's not even a, 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 nine, a 0.1% chance. I'm not 99.9% sure I'll be healed. I'm 101% sure. Glory to God. Why? Because we recall the faithfulness of God. It, it, he's a good God and He's faithful to His children. He's faithful to those who love Him. He's faithful. They're, 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 he, he set us free to, to receive. He put us in a place in His own house. He said, he said, here's your place in the family. It's like saying, here's your room, son. Stay in there. Glory to God. I'll take that. And He said... He said, recall my goodness. When you're going through something, when everything looks like it's going south, look at me. Look to me. Look to where you've been. Look to what I've done. Look to who I am. Look to who I've made you. And stand. And stand. Cast not away your confidence, therefore, which which has great... It pays not to cast away your confidence. It pays not to quit. It pays to remember who you are, to remember what He's done, to recall His faithfulness, to look at the rainbows, to, to, to walk in His goodness, to, to, to know that everything that got you to where you are today was His mercy, His kindness, His love. Glory to God. And what love has He lavished upon us that He calls us children of God? And if children, I'm mixing two, two verses, but I can do that. If children, then heirs, joint heirs, co-heirs, joint heirs with Christ. Glory to God. Glory to God. If, if we're children, if you're a child, sometimes you just need to cry out and say, I'm a child. I'm a child of God. I have Him in me. I have Him on me. I have, I have His DNA. He is, my, he is my Lord. He is my Savior. He's my Father. And He's healed me. 
He's rescued me. He's kept me. He's pulled me out of darkness and He's brought me into life. Over and over again, He's shown me His faithfulness. He's, he's given me His mercy. He, he's brought me out and He'll do it again. Why? Because I'm a child of God. Because He loves me. The reason He sent Jesus for me was because He loved me. He loved me. And He wanted me to have everything that, that He made me an heir to have. Glory to God. Glory to God. Look at Ephesians. 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 It's in here. Ephesians 2. Verse 4. Ephesians 2 verse 4. But God. We'll say it this way. But my father. But my father. <laughs> who is rich. What's he rich in? Mercy. He's rich. His mercy, you know what? This morning it was still new. It was new for you. New every day. Glory to God. His love. It's the same verse. It's Lamentations all over again. His mercy, His rich mercy, and His great love. That's what that whole verse is. He has mercy that's everlasting and love that never fails. Glory to God. That's my father. He says, but God who is rich in mercy for his great love where he loved us. Verse 5. Even when we were dead in sins, even when you weren't his kid, even when we weren't his child, he quickened us together with his child, with Christ. By grace you are saved. Verse 6. And hath raised us up together. When he raised Jesus up, you were right there. In, in, in God's heart, you were in the same hand. And he was going like that. There you were together. Huh? Together in, in heavenly place. We're together with the Son of God because we're a Son of God. Glory, this, what did I say last week? We're at the children's table. <laughs> Glory to God. We're at the children's table. We can eat together with Jesus. Glory to God and have all that Jesus bought and paid for us to have because He seated us together with Him as a child. Why did He do it? Next verse. That in the ages to come, you know we're in the ages to come right now? When He saved you, the ages to come started. And He started showing you His goodness. Why? Because He became your Father and He said, let me show you this. And he was good to you. He said, let me show you this. And he was faithful. Let me show you this. And he healed you. Let me show you this. And he built you up. He put you, he put you, on, he put you in a higher place. Let me show you this. And he, and, and he made you who, who he always wanted you to be, the son, the child. He, he said, let me show you the exceeding riches of my grace. He said, I'm seating you together with, with Christ so that I can show you every day the exceeding riches of my grace and my kindness. Every day he wants you to have more light of who Jesus was because that gives you more light of who you are, a child of God, seated together in heavenly places. And if we'll just let him remember every good thing he's done, Remember, every, every time he was faithful, everything that's been faithful in your life, look at it and say, you're so faithful, God. And, you know, your wife may think you're weird because you just talked to God when you looked at her. 
but she is the faithfulness of God to you. One of his very own daughters, husbands. And that's your wife. Glory to God. And your children, he blessed you with those. Your father blessed you with them. They're, they're, they are a picture of his faithfulness. There are rainbows in all of our lives. Every one of us, God has done something, pulled us out of somewhere. And if you can't remember, you're just not thinking hard enough. Because he's done it. But the first thing you got to remember is you're a child of God. You're a child of the Most High. Amen? you got to belly up to the children's table. Amen? Belly up to the children's table and start eating. Start eating. And, and let Him show you the, the riches of His grace, the, the kindness and the mercy. Let Him show you His faithfulness and His goodness. And, and every time you look around, you say, Oh, God, you're so faithful. You get in your car in the morning and say, Oh, man, you love me. Glory to God. I get, I'm, I'm breathing. I'm headed to work. I got something to do. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see people and I'm going to get to love them the way you love me. Oh, my. Oh, my. You're so good. So good. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Lord. He's a healing Father. He's a good Father. He'll heal your life. He, he, he's not, he wants your body well, but He wants your life whole. He wants the things that that bother you that nobody else knows about. The things that are going on. Close your eyes. Focus on Him. He he wants to, to give you His wisdom. He wants to show you His goodness. He wants to bring you His faithfulness. He wants to be a father and fix your life, your body, your relationships. He wants to call you his child and treat you as the child that you are and heal you from the top of your head to the soles of his your feet and everything that's within you and everything that's without of you everything that's around you he is faithful he's faithful to lead you He's faithful to show you. He's faithful to to give you wisdom, to know what to do, what to say. The, The relationships that have been broken, He'll restore. He'll restore. There's parents watching and in these in these services today that that haven't had a word with their kids in years. And He would use you. As, as the head or a head of your household to restore those relationships, to, to bring them back into fellowship and, and, and to help you to love and not be angry, to, 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 to reach out and not draw away. He would heal. He would heal your house because He brought you into His. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You guys got that song?